Well, good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? Doing great. I am happy to be here on the banks of the Tennessee River. Once again, we come together on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River on a cloudy day. I think it's, I can't read the thermometer from here, but I think it's about 65 degrees. Not a bad day. No, it's a little bit cloudy, but uh, the lake is beautiful. And this last weekend, we uh, sprung forward. We did, we did. I I heard somebody say uh, we lost an hour of rain. That's funny. Well, I cannot stand it. Just this year, I guess it, it, I'm officially old because I got really irritated that we even have daylight savings time. Because, like, it gets, it should get dark at 6.30 right. in the winter, but no, it gets dark at 5.30. I know. And what's the point? And, yeah, who does it benefit? Uh, and, no, I don't know. Right. So we can. I mean, I'm not a farmer, and I hear that's so the originating factor was to help the farmers. Yeah. So maybe we should, you know, ask some farmers before we go spouting off the. I don't think that they're going to care. I know some farmers. My wife has some farmers in her family. Yeah. And they think it's ridiculous. Okay. They're going to get up when Air- they get up. I know Arizona doesn't even partake, I don't believe. No. So. Bit, if you ever get confused about, you know, spring forward, fall back. Take a red eye from Phoenix, Arizona to Chattanooga and try to figure out what time it is. Because <laughs> sometimes there's a three-hour difference. Sometimes there's a two-hour difference. Or the other way around. Maybe it's two and one. I don't know. See, it's just too confusing. It is. It is. Well, today, Ray, I'm happy to announce. Please. You need a drum roll? I mean, what are you looking for? I'm happy to announce that we're going to launch our website officially. Right, but... (laughs) Should I not do that? Because all I was going to say is, I'm happy to inform you that we are going to talk about TOs today. That's not what you were going to say. You were going to say what you said. I was going to say that we are going to launch officially our website, full of articles and podcasts. Right. The, The problem with saying that is people probably haven't heard this until after the launch. Oh, you're right. Right. Well, so, maybe we so could launch... say, hey, we're going to be launching our website where you can actually hear what it is we're saying right now. <laughs> I have an idea. What if we edit and launch this episode on the same day that we launch the website? All right. But then you, it's not really on this Thursday we're going to be doing that. It's today. <laughs> Today's the day that we launched our website. <laughs> Because that's the first this time. This is like daylight savings time, Ray. I'm all confused. Is, I don't know. Are you are you meaning to tell me that we're not live? Oh, this whole time you've led me to believe that we are going out on the airwaves. Millions of people are listening. Yeah. To every word Did you that just you tell say me right that now, to get me to uh, so be careful. To stay to the point so I that did. I wouldn't it go was, off. It on... was only to get your best. <laughs> okay. Well, it's worked. So from now on, I mean, who knows what we'll get. Right, yeah. So <laughs> now that I know, but now I might have to. Uh, it will all be live. Get a little jingle in my glass here. Right. Well, that's mm. more theater of the mind because oh, we we don't man. drink while we while we definitely record. not definitely not Lagavulin. Is it like you don't have any Lagavulin? Man. You liar! Go look in there. Is that Lagavulin you got? Oh shit! <laughs> what? How? What? Like an eight? It's. I think it's the six. No, it's a double cask. I've never long. heard of it. It's a double barrel Lagavulin. At least 12 years? I don't even know. Maybe we should just do a Scotch Oh, we need to. Podcast. 
We need to do an episode on, good on scotch. scotch. I mean, it's related to the car business. The oh, reason gosh. I started drinking scotch <laughs> right. is because of a coach, a trainer I, who came you know into what? the dealer. I, I didn't drink until I got in the car business. <laughs> so, uh, do you remember? Uh, I won't say his name, but do you remember the guy that used to come in to the dealership? We worked it together. I do. And then, like after you know the big sale and promotion right. was over, we'd all go celebrate. This guy would pick up the. Three or four hundred dollar tab for us all to have some. Yeah, made me think. How the hell much is that guy making? Right. <laughs> I want. I need to do what he's doing. Yeah. Let's get into consulting. How are our levels here? I feel like I'm way closer. Uh, you were closer, but I think our levels are good. Good now. Yeah. Uh, so, so today, and I know another. Um, I know another. Uh, salesman we both worked with who started in the car business and he said his first test drive he had a uh, glass of crown i i know who you're speaking of yeah i love the guy oh yeah should we tell his name's reggie okay yeah it is reggie his name is reggie so i remember him telling me oh (laughs) this this old car guy right and he would say uh tell me the story of his first car deal I don't know. Maybe he told you it was his first day. Maybe I'm misremembering. But I remember him saying that back when we used to close deals, we'd open the bottom door of the file cabinet and uh, pull out a little bottle of whiskey, and that's how we'd get them to sign. Sir, let's just go ahead and toast. Pour you a glass. Pour me a glass. Congratulations. Let's let's toast to your new car. Yeah, just sign right here. You've already toasted. Now you have to sign. Absolutely. Oh, boy. And that was just last year. (laughs) (laughs) He just started. He was a rookie. Right. (laughs) So today, we are going to be discussing the value of uh, a TO. I love it. It's it's integral. It's it's a very important part of the process. And uh, you didn't tell me, but I want to ask, are we going to talk about like phone TOs, uh, on the floor TOs, sales manager, BDC, what's kind of our flavor here? Yes, is the answer to your question. Wonderful. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about all of the above. Wonderful. Um, but we're going to stay focused on that one area of the selling process. So? Uh, yeah, I mean that's the goal, <laughs> or at least uh, the the uh, intended. I mean, what we're six Target. minutes into this now? We've, yeah, we, we yeah we've, we've said to <laughs> that's it. Um, so let, let's start with a floor to. Okay. Uh, I've been in dealerships, both employed and as a consultant, where they would say we want a hundred percent to. Right. Every every person who comes on the on the lot, we we want them talking to a manager. I don't care what's going on. You better not let better not let a person leave here without getting a to. Right. And how long does that last, John? Uh, a couple of hours at least, if they're lucky. Yeah, I mean, literally have sat in a sales meeting where it was the new mandated from on high, this will happen, and have later seen salespeople come up to the desk and say, hey, I got a guy sitting at my desk, he's he's ready to go, and that same manager who preached the, we are going to do 100% TO, would look at that salesperson and say, well, what do you want me to do? If he wants to go, let him go. I think, God, that didn't last long. Did you call him out on it? I no, I just let it you, go. You weren't that guy. See, I, I was yeah. that guy. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it just was further. Um, if any of our previous sales managers back when we were salesmen, if they happen to run across this podcast and they listen to this episode, they're going to say, no, John definitely was that guy. 
Yeah. He, he would have called <laughs> he me out. He would have called me out. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the, the value obviously is uh, a second voice. Yeah, I mean, obviously we hope that the sales manager is a sales manager because he has, you know, advanced techniques, advanced word tracks, uh, you know, a plethora uh, of tools to choose from that the salesperson does not. But at the very minimum, at least it's a second voice saying, hey, what's going wrong here? You know, what is not perfect about this deal? Yeah. That's making you want to think about it. And I've, I've heard sales managers state the fact that the only thing I can do is lower the price. Right. Yeah. right? The only thing so, the desk has is money. Right. So by the time I come in, if you're getting me to come in, therefore understand that there's really nothing else I can do. Because if you have missed some point in your sales process, if you haven't sold the value, if you haven't gotten the guy to fall in love with the vehicle, if... He hasn't been on a test drive. Uh, now it's not my job to go try to try to recoup some of those losses no, in the process. All I can do is negotiate money. That, that's an excellent point. Um, I, I, two things come to mind on that. One, for me personally, that's why I did so much training and why I wanted to be so good at closing is because I understood that principle. Right. The only thing a sales manager is going to do is reduce my gross profit, right? Right, and reduce my commission. Yeah. Uh, the other principle is: is that a uh, is that a result of poor um, training on the sales manager's part? You know, right. does he maybe not have the tools to come in and overcome those objections? Right. Maybe he's so tied up in his ordering and appraisals and numbers for the dealer and yada, 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 that he's not keeping his training up. You mm -hmm. know, he's not listening to 85 closes on the way to work. So, I, you know, it's... it's yeah, there's certainly, you, you, can, you can find... Uh, for lack of a better term, excuses mm -hmm. for both sides of that. And and I think it kind of goes down the road of uh, a TO should be a positive, not a negative. A transfer of opportunity. It is a transfer of opportunity <laughs> and somebody taking over the deal. Right. And it is just, if we look at it from that second voice perspective, and somebody a fresh set of eyes coming in and, and sitting with that customer and revisiting, hey, here's what we're offering. This really is a good deal. Um, you know, what is it about either the, the metal or the money that, that doesn't fit your needs right now? You know, so you want to go think about it. Hey, I completely understand. What is it you want to think about? Is it the vehicle or is it the money? Um, so you know, there are certainly those opportunities to gain some additional wisdom from the customer that maybe the, the salesperson wasn't able to get. Um, also, just put a little more value into the deal. Uh, one more person agreeing, you know, if one person tells me something, eh, maybe I believe it, maybe I don't. But if somebody else says the exact same thing, all of a sudden, just the way the human brain works, that must be true. And it's at a subconscious level. You Absolutely. Know, it doesn't even register... You know, I mean, when you think about it, of course, these two people wanting me to buy this car are going to give me a congruent message. Oh, yeah. But it's such a true principle at the core of our psyche yeah. that we don't even realize, you know, sometimes, well, hey, this guy says it's a good deal. This other guy says it's a good deal. Eh, there's two people wow. that have told me it's a good deal. Yeah. And 
I mean, just think about that with anything you hear. If somebody tells you something, yeah, I heard from somebody, but if somebody else repeats the exact same thing to you, you'll find yourself repeating it as the absolute truth. Oh, yeah, I've heard from a couple of people. Right. This must be true. <laughs> right. So there is some element of that, of the psychology of the sale, that just having a second voice repeat that, um, I think it's great from a from a training standpoint because the the customer will relay their experience a little differently than the salesperson might relay the experience back to the sales manager. So I'm going to get a better handle on how I might need to coach the salesperson differently or, or uh, increase the level of training over a certain area of what well, they're doing. E- either intentionally or not. You know, the salesman could come tell one story and wholeheartedly believe that's how the conversation went down. Oh, yeah. When the, the customer could give you a totally different version of events and totally believe that they're being honest and truthful. Yeah. And, you know, or you could run across a salesman who's going to say, you know, oh, no, that guy's a tire kicker. Yeah. I don't man, he's totally unrealistic. I don't know. Yeah. When the truth of the matter is... He, he he's not going to make it off. It's a mini. It's a flat deal. You know, I don't know. He doesn't want to work it. And hopefully your sales managers know more than your salespeople, or at least the newer ones, on how you can structure a deal to achieve what the customer is wanting to see while not really losing gross on that deal. Well, it goes back to raising the value, right? And maybe the the sales manager um, has a better handle on how to sell the benefits of doing business today with this dealership. Uh, Create that urgency. Create that value of doing business at this dealership versus another dealership. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I can see you agree. I do. I do. That's when I say, oh, yeah, that means I agree. Okay. Well, your head was nodding. I don't, yeah. know, if you, I don't know if you can tell, Ray, but it's written all over your face that you agree with this principle. <laughs> so I think even before the TO, an effective TO happens when, John? <laughs> I'm just stuck on the read it on your face deal. <laughs> because that, have you ever used that? It's a great because people can't see their own face, right? So if you tell them, I can tell by the expression on your face that you think this is a great deal. Right. They're going, am I really putting that forth? Because, right. And either, well, either it's because, okay, I do think it's a great deal, but I think I ought to try to negotiate, but he's seeing right through he me. He can see right through yeah. me. Yeah, or, or it's... Really? Is that what I'm saying? Because I feel like it's not a great deal. But if I'm looking like it's a great deal, maybe it is. I don't know why my face is lying (laughs) the way it is. Uh, I can can tell by the expression on your face. You think this is a great deal. Or you know this is a great deal. So I think the most effective TO happens when there was an early introduction. Without a doubt. Because now you're not that closer coming in to hammer the deal and get the numbers right. Now you're you're that manager that has introduced them to the dealership and said, I'll take care of everything. If there is any kind of problem, I'll handle it. And now you're coming in to provide solutions. Yeah. So it, if it was a scenario where it was an appointment that was with the manager and they had the opportunity to have that early introduction because they were the one whose appointment it was, or if... The in walking the customer through the dealership, 
happened to grab the manager very early in the process and say, hey, I'd like to introduce you to my customer here, Mr. Jones. He's in looking at the such and such. We're going to go out to the lot and I can say, oh, great. Hey, thank you so much. I think, you know, you've run into one of my very best salespeople here. I know he's going to take good care of you, but if there's anything I can do for you, please let me know anytime in the process. I'm sure John over here is going to take great care of you, but I'm here for you if you need me. Now, when I come back, I can say, so how'd it go? How was the situation? Because I've, I've had a chance to have a dialogue of some kind with you, even if it was 30 seconds long. Ray, it reminds me of being in a nice restaurant, you know, where the, the GM or the owner will come by and, you know, just stop at your table and say, how was your experience? You know, or maybe he doesn't say that specifically, but, you know, hey, welcome to La Rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you enjoying this evening? Right? There you go. It's always Italian. It's always, it's Italian. always Italian. Anytime you do some kind of uh, foreign accent, it always comes out Italian. No, what if the if the owner or the GM stops by your table and asks you how you're doing? How how are you enjoying your meal? Right? Well, uh, it, it 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 does it not does it or does it not give you the feeling of special treatment? Yes, a sense okay. of importance. Okay, so if the sales manager's got to run to the restroom or he's got to go take this deal to finance, why not, as he's strolling by there, stop at a desk and say, uh, you know, hey, I just want to introduce my... I mean, maybe I wouldn't stop at a desk while negotiations are going on. We certainly don't want to butt into a deal when we don't know the play. But if you see some people walking through the showroom, maybe you say, hey, I'm... Just want to make sure you're you're being taken care of. You know, is there anything I can get for you? Yeah, uh, I had a, a new a GM who, when he would meet a customer and do that early introduction at times with with uh, salespeople and their customer, and he'd always ask, "So, you know, how is Bill treating you? Is he taking care of you well?" And of course, ninety percent of the time, customer go, "Oh yeah, Bill's been great." Well, yeah, they're and not he, gonna say, "Oh, this guy's been horrible yeah, to me." Right. Yeah, especially I love with it. him standing there. But what a great but, question! But his response would always be, "Oh, great, you caught Bill on a very average day." <laughs> and I thought that was a really cool compliment. You know, like he he he's doing a great job. Yeah, you caught him on an average day. He does a great job all the time. That's his average. Is right. you know doing a great job. But I, I don't know why. I mean, I. I really like that from yeah. a from a compliment standpoint. So. Well, I think you like it because uh, it, it takes a second or two for the normal average IQ person to go. What what the hell does that mean? No, I thought it was great. I yeah. Like, oh wow, that's a, that's a nice compliment. Well, that's right? just because you're he's smart. doing a great job, and that's average for him. Yeah. So uh, all right, well let's switch gears here and talk about a phone to Phone TOs. I think they're absolutely worthless. I don't see the point in doing them. And can you tell I'm being sarcastic? I can. I can. Because uh, I see it written on your face. Uh, yeah. Touche. They are underutilized. Matter of fact, three Shea. That three was Shea. A, that was three Shea, All not right. just two. Well, I think they're underutilized in dealerships and as important and even more effective than a, uh, a, a floor TO. Well, I, I think when when they are used, when when are they used effectively? I guess that's the question I'm asking. Is if you're sitting on the phone and, and you're stalling and you're stumbling and you don't know what to say and you say, "Hold on a minute, I'm going to get my manager." It's it. it 
the customer is going to automatically think, okay, well, you know, what kind of jabroni do I have on the phone here? Right. Uh, but if if we get a question that we don't know the answer to and say, no problem, sir, I'd like to get you that answer. Hold, please. And you put them on hold without waiting for a response. And then the manager comes on, hey, this is John. I, I understand that you have a question. I'd like to help you answer that question. Yes. And, and I think that would... That would be true of either a floor TO or a phone TO if the TO is coming in on the heels of somebody who's just being ineffective, mm-hmm. right? They're not doing the, the process and the word tracks and implementing the training that we would hope that they would be. Mm-hmm. Then that's always going to make it more difficult for the person who's coming in behind them mm-hmm. rather than somebody who has been doing it correctly and getting to a point where it's just an opportunity to hear another voice, right? A second voice on what it is that that person was effectively trying to communicate to the customer. Right. Or maybe, you know, it's a quote, one of, you know, um, Hey, I'm living in Alaska and I need tax tag and title to get this thing shipped up here. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean that that I guess the different. earlier the TO is what I'm trying to say the earlier the TO the better. Right. Yeah. In in a TO from that aspect of uh you know this guy is you know I've I've shared information with him and he's been engaged uh-huh. I've been able to you know kind of combat his uh objections uh but I haven't been able to get him to agree to an appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even a, you know what? I just thought of something that might be able to help you. Can I put you on a quick hold? Great point, right? Yeah, just something where I'm 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 getting down the road, but I'm just not able to lock this guy into an appointment. I just had an idea. I just had an idea. Can I put you on a quick hold, just two seconds, and uh, and let me see if I can't get you some more information, right. and then hit hold, and you know, hey. <laughs> I've been in those BDCs where you raise the phone, jerk jerk online too, right? And be able to pick it up and just have one more person, whether even if they're using the exact same objection, you know, uh, overcoming objection statements that the other person said. Yeah. It's the power of one more person saying it, which makes it more believable. Or maybe I'm going to hear something from the customer and be able to come up with one that the the uh, BDR or the salesperson well, didn't think of at the time. Typically, the a person in a manager role has a little bit more experience than the person that's requesting the TO. Let's Correct. say, uh, so they might have a bigger bank of uh, of rebuttals to choose from, right? Yeah. So it may be you know reiterating the same rebuttal that was used before, or it may be elaborating on that same thing. You know, can't you just send me over the uh, vehicles that you have to choose from? That might be the objection. I don't want to come down. Can't you just send me the vehicles? Right. So the the rep may say you know straight from the book. Well, you know what the vehicles that we have you know may not be represented online. I would love to just send you a list, but it may not be accurate. Uh, then we get a TO along those same lines. Sir, with the big sale going on, we've had vehicles coming and going. We just got two truckloads in this morning. They haven't even gone through the service department or the detail department. You know, you just kind of elaborate on the same rebuttal. And it just, like you said, lends credibility to what the original response was. Absolutely. So why do you think that 
the TOs don't happen as frequently as they as we would encourage them to happen. I mean, I don't think we would get an, a, a, anybody in a dealership to disagree that TOs are very valuable and that they're an important part of what we do and that they should happen all the time, but, but we know that they don't. I think there are there are two reasons. Okay. Uh, this, one of which goes back to the same thing that happens on the sales floor. I think perhaps the manager... Um, for whatever reason, I can think of a few that, you know, are maybe not as polite as I should be, but maybe the manager doesn't think they have time to do those, or they think they're too important to be jumping on the phone, you know, a few times an hour. Uh, or maybe the manager just doesn't totally feel confident in their ability to overcome the objection, so they think, eh, I'm not even going to try. Right. Right? So it could be a manager thing but it also could be uh, a rep thing where they either don't want to admit defeat so to speak or don't want to ask for help uh they don't want to admit that they can't overcome this objection yeah they'd rather just slowly quietly get off the phone and log the call and move on to the next one you know without and hope nobody finds out yeah and Unfortunately, I would say that that was a training issue because if we're not training the people who are on the phone, and we're talking more specifically about BDC agents, yeah, if we're not training them that a TO is a sign of strength, not a sign of weakness, then we're setting ourselves up to fail from that perspective. Amen. Right from the Absolutely. Beginning. Yeah, I think everyone should feel comfortable saying, all right, here's where I've gotten with the training that I have, you know, and the right. knowledge and experience that I have. I got to this point. And I don't know where to go from here. What, you know, would you offer any advice or support? Yeah. Well, and conversations are fluid, mm -hmm. right? So it's not necessarily that they have somehow failed. It's just in the back and forth, sometimes you just go down a hole that you didn't intend to go down or that, you know, just evolved in the course of conversation. And it's a fresh restart to have somebody new kind of be able to get things back into perspective and plod down the course that you intended from the beginning that somehow that that person on the phone just just followed the natural course of events and and let that no i, I think that's a great point that maybe it wasn't a, a lack of technique or an error made uh but maybe it's just you know we kind of got down a path we didn't intend to go down and and or maybe like you said you just need a quick reset yeah you know let's just get another voice on the phone real quick and then they'll turn it back over to the original rep yeah 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 so um so we would agree we agree tos are valuable again not saying that anybody from a dealership would disagree with that but i guess my final point is let's Find a way within the culture of our dealership to make sure that they are occurring more frequently. And let's keep in mind that this is a team effort, right? That the entire dealership does not function if we don't convert this phone up to an appointment or this, uh, this showroom visitor to a sale, right? We all have the same common goal. Yeah. So it's not admitting failure. It's not showing weakness to ask for someone else's input. I, I've been in several dealers and myself, uh, I've been in situations where I just asked another salesman, hey, I'm gonna introduce you, will you just take a shot at my deal? Yeah. You know? Uh, so yeah, I think if we look at it like a group effort and not trying to 
find flaws in another person's process, but just look to support each other however we can, then yeah, I think the TO becomes a positive support and reinforcement, you know, of, of the best practices. Absolutely. And and the the highest performing dealerships I've been in are those in which it really is much more of a group effort. It's not the sales manager going, oh, Oh, you couldn't close him? All right, let me send in a real closer to take <laughs> yeah. over for you. It was Although, really, hey, a little uh, hazing doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> maybe know. after the fact, but at the time, let's encourage, <laughs> right, uh, right. That's let's encourage multiple people. So, uh, all right, well, right. thank you for listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. We do appreciate it, and uh, please continue to listen. We'll have more podcasts coming uh, in the near future. So we ought to add it just at the end of that. Just so, do, them, do them good morning, maybe again. Good morning, John. Good morning, Ray. How are you today? I'm great, and we want to uh, thank everybody for joining us for another edition of the Saturday morning. Oh, <laughs> do it again. Do you want to just delete that or just start right now? Start now. Uh, good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. We're here for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great.